My name is Neil Wollen, and this presentation is intended to enhance your awareness of the scope of challenges and opportunities related to countering threats posed by weapons of mass destruction. Some NU faculty have shown interest in participating in NSRI-related research, but they are not certain where skill sets acquired through their academic discipline fit. We hope this presentation will help faculty members visualize where they may be able to contribute and make a difference. NSRI's mission is to enable deterrence of preparedness for and response to strategic national security threats across multiple domains through research and support. Major emphasis is placed on developing countermeasures to weapons of mass destruction. We will start with a discussion of the various threats. WMD threats emanating from chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear, and explosive weapons may be perceived, known, or unknown. They target some sector of society and produce significant second and third order consequences. Every threat has some core enabling factors. They are availability and access to materials to create the weapon, knowledge, technical capability, and the desire and resources to create a weapon and to do harm. Enabling factors shown in this slide are related to intentional threats. They would be different for threats related to accidental release or natural infections. Targets may include plants and animals, people, or elements of a city, region, or nation's infrastructure. Consequences of a WMD attack can range from death, illness, and injury to environmental contamination and public fear and panic with significant socioeconomic and geopolitical impact and political reaction. Their impact may also be partially determined by existing socioeconomic and geopolitical factors that negatively impact resilience of societies. Next, we will transition to a discussion of some general categories for countermeasures intended to mitigate the threats. If we are successful at deterring or preventing use of WMD, there will be no impact on the target and consequences will not be realized. Denial of effects through layered integrated defenses suggests that readiness to deal with the consequences can also serve as an effective component of deterrence, where an adversary will be less likely to employ these weapons if their desired effects will not be realized. The dashed line suggests that we cannot be 100% confident that deterrence will prevent an attack. If an attack is realized, we must develop solutions for rapid detection and characterization, vulnerable population and infrastructure protection, prevention of effects, affected area and population management, and surveillance. While similarities exist between dealing with threats to humans and those targeting agriculture, unique solutions are required for each. If we are unable to deter or adequately protect vulnerable populations or prevent effects, we must be prepared to mitigate impact from second and third order effects. In other words, the consequences. These are obviously broad categories and patient management can range from treating patients inside the contamination zone to transporting contaminated personnel from a contaminated area to a clean area for definitive care. The ultimate goal is rapid recovery and return to normal operations with minimal to no loss of life 
and effective management of public fear, as well as socioeconomic and geopolitical impacts. Building resilient populations must start before an incident occurs. There will be need for SME advice and or artificial intelligence solutions throughout all phases, as well as planning and training to develop effective response, leadership, and readiness across all sectors of society. There are a number of overarching considerations that also need to be addressed when both characterizing the threat and building effective countermeasures. We can't afford to think too narrowly on how our societies may be attacked and the recent pandemic should be a wake up call for scope and scale of potential impact on society and supply chains. We could, through an in-depth discussion, expand almost every category on this slide for countermeasure development efforts to adequately mitigate these threats. But I hope this stimulates thoughts on where your respective skill sets may be applicable to the challenges. Please don't hesitate to contact me or a member of the NSRI team if you have ideas that you would like to explore. In addition to the traditional threats that we are aware of and have been preparing for, we must also think about the next generation of threats. Unfortunately, as new technology and new discoveries enable science for good, they also enable adversaries for bad. In the next two slides, I want to discuss how I feel synthetic biology could change the threat landscape and potentially impact readiness. In 2018, a National Academy of Science consensus study report was published on biodefense in the age of synthetic biology. This study did not utilize intelligence reports to determine the most likely scenarios based on adversary intentions. Rather, it considered likelihood based on state of science and potential for scientific advancements to be used for nefarious purposes. Based on this report, countermeasure development for biological threats should give consideration to at least the categories highlighted in red on this chart. The items highlighted in red on this slide depict areas of concern and readiness efforts that I feel could be significantly and negatively impacted by the synthetic biology threat. I hope this very brief overview has both stimulated interest and thoughts on areas where you feel you can serve as an effective member of a team or teams to mitigate today's and tomorrow's threats from weapons of mass destruction. Please contact me if you have questions or opportunities and ideas that you wish to explore and where we, we can be of assistance to you.